Hey guys, this is David, aka Bible Scribe. Thank you for checking out my podcast today. I just wanted to remind you that I also have a YouTube channel and a blog. This podcast is a rebroadcast of my YouTube videos. You can find my YouTube channel with an easy search for Bible Scribe. My blog is www.bible-scribe.com, and there you can find notes from my broadcasts and contact me directly using the contact form on that site. So please find a way to connect with me or my other listeners, and God bless you in your search for the truth of God and His Son, Jesus Christ. Now to the podcast. Good evening, and this is Bible Scribe. Thank you for joining me. This is a viewer request response video, and it is the first of a few that came out of one viewer's request for information about hell. And their actual question had to do with, uh, did I think hell was real? And so I have another video coming on that, but before I get to that video, I I felt I had to do this video on the names of hell because when people study the scriptures, uh, it honestly is quite confusing. Uh, I don't think that the translators of the, our scriptures actually did us many favors. And, and to give them credit, it, it's a difficult task if you um, are able to find an interlinear Bible where you can review the Hebrew behind the words of English that we have or the Greek. And you'll start to see that problem and why it's so difficult. But this video is going to help you understand where the words in our Bible came from and what hell actually may or may not mean uh, and how you um, can kind of approach those words as you go into the scriptures. But I'm actually going to use graphics to show this to you. It's not going to be a long video, but it's just so we can talk about the different terms in the Bible that people will refer to as hell. It's actually quite a conflated term, meaning that we use the word hell for a, a number of different things that actually are, are different things and not the same thing. So we'll talk about that as well. Let me open up and show you uh, my slides here. So this first one shows the different words in the Bible that may or may not refer to hell in people's mind as they're reading the Bible. And there are words that are going to be important for us to understand so that we can get an idea of what is truly being talked about. The words Sheol, Hades, Hell, Gehenna, the Lake of Fire, the Abyss, and the Pit, all these terms are used in the Bible, and actually some of them mean similar things and others mean a different thing. So we're going to have to break that down and take a look. So let me do that and change the view a little bit for you. So now I have separated the terms. Uh, on the left you'll see Sheol, Pit, Hades, and Abyss. On the right you see Hell, Gehenna, and lake of fire. Now there's a reason I separated them this way, but I'll go into that 
as I show you just a little more. I'm separating those two groups out, and that's for uh, this reason. Uh, you can see over here I've got some callouts on these different terms. So Sheol is a Hebrew term used in the Old Testament specifically. It uh, Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 22 is one example. There are many, many examples of this. Um, so Sheol, just remember, is the Hebrew word that uh, you know some translators will call it the grave but the reality is that Sheol was known by the Israelites and the Jews and actually by many other cultures as well as the abode of the dead the place of the dead so when when people died their souls would go down to Sheol in the underworld and uh, that was either a place of of um, sorrow and torment in some regard for sinners and wicked. And it was also a place, there was different divisions of it. Part of it was for the righteous to reside and rest until God's promise of a redeemer came. All right, so that is the first word and it is Hebrew, Sheol. The second word, pit. Now this you will see throughout the Old Testament as well. You'll see in number 16, it's talking about, um, I believe it's uh, Dathan and his uh, groups of, of traitors to God. They end up getting sucked down into the ground into the pit. Now, this is not just some shallow grave six feet deep. This word, the pit, is used throughout the scriptures. It's used oftentimes in Psalms. It's used also, as I mentioned here, in Isaiah 14, verse 15. So you can look that up there, and it's obvious it's referring to this same abode of the dead, the place that the dead humans go after they die to either be uh, harassed by demons if they're wicked or to be in a place of waiting for the time of the Redeemer, who was Christ Jesus. Now the word Hades, as you'll see here, is... Uh, only in the New Testament. Now, the, the word Hades is a Greek word, and it specifically also means, in Greek, this abode of the dead, the place where the dead reside. Um, again, some, some um, you know, theologians, scholars, translators will try to make this grave. That usually is because they have a very materialistic and less spiritual view of the scriptures, some of them being secular scholars and not Christians. But even at the time of Christ, and we're going to in another video, a sequel to this video, we're going to go into these writings that talk about these places. And the early Christian writings that talked about Hades definitely saw it as a residing place for the dead spirits of humans and nothing else. It was not the grave, just to clear that up. And then we have this word, the abyss. Uh, this is a New Testament word. It's in Greek. It's uh, the Greek word abuso. And it is used occasionally in the New Testament also uh, in regards to the underworld and or this same place, the place of residence of dead human spirits. Luke 8.31, as mentioned there, is the, uh, the passage with the demon-possessed man. And when Christ approaches this man in the graveyard, 
the demons within him, a legion of demons, cries out to him and says, do not cast us into the abyss. Well, that's exactly what they mean is the underworld. He's, they're telling Christ, please don't cast us out and into the abyss because if you've read much about demonology or uh, spiritology, then you know that demons particularly enjoy taking residence inside a human, um, a human host. So they did not want to leave, obviously, um, and that is kind of their nature. Uh, but anyway, so these are the terms that are all synonymous for this resting place of the dead. Sheol, pit, Hades, and abyss. Now, we have over here on the right, hell, Gehenna, and lake of fire. So let's take a look at where these things come from. So uh, these are all in the Greek New Testament. Uh, although the word hell is actually used in both the New Testament and in the Old Testament. And that's because the translators, as they're translating, you know, some of them thought hell was synonymous with Sheol, so they would translate it that way. And some in the New Testament thought it was synonymous with Hades, uh, which, you know, if they were consistent, it would be one thing, but the problem is they're not. And depending on the version you use, you're going to find the different words in different places. So in reality, what you really have to do to understand uh, when one of these words is used, you have to have an interlinear. So you can check the Greek word or check the Hebrew word against the one you're seeing at, in the translation because it's, it's honestly, it was just a difficult task and most translators ended up not being consistent with it. Um, I don't know of a version that is super consistent uh, all the way through. So I, I'm just saying that for your edification. If you go looking, you need to use an interlinear Bible to really know which word is meant in the context. So the word hell is used a lot of different times, and it is, um, I think, misused a lot of different times because it, uh, it just doesn't speak specifically to either Hades or a, the, another place, which is what we're about to uncover here. But it oftentimes in the New Testament is translated hell instead of this word Gehenna, which is our second word on the right here. Now, uh, Gehenna is a Greek word. It is the name of this valley right outside of Jerusalem where there was burning trash. They would take their trash out to this small valley and just dump it. They had to have some kind of landfill around there so they could get rid of their garbage. Uh, but what someone did one day was they set this trash on fire, and it, it because people continuously dumped their stuff there, it just kept burning. And so that valley was known as Gehenna, or this burning valley. And uh, it was known as fires that never stopped burning. All right. So... Uh, often in the New Testament, we'll see this word, this Greek word Gehenna, translated as hell. So again, if you're using an interlinear, it's it's uh, obvious what they mean. And Gehenna is the name of this valley right outside Jerusalem with burning trash, and and the fires never cease burning because there's just always trash for them to burn. Now. Uh, this third term is, is to me what sums up these three together, and that is the lake of fire. Now, this term is used in Revelation chapter 20. 
Uh, it's only, I believe it's only used in this phraseology in Revelation. So it's not anywhere else in the New Testament per se, although the New Testament uses this word Gehenna. Uh, and that when lake of fire is used in Revelation, it is translated straight from the English, uh, almost word for word. It's limnon to pyros, which, if you know, pyro means fire. But anyway, so the Greek and the English are very close in this case. So we know that this is a place that God's talking about in Revelation. He's talking about a place where there is a lake of fire. And he talks in Revelation about that the uh, the beast and the false the false prophet would be um, would be put there when he's done with them to burn in torment forever. And then he also says that Satan, when Satan is done and finished, that God will put him there to burn in torment forever. And uh, so we know that by those statements that this is a specific place. Now, it may be spiritual, just like Hades and the underworld may be spiritual, like we can't dig down a hundred miles and find Hades, maybe, uh, or maybe not. You know, as humans, we've only really, the, the furthest, the deepest we've dug is less than 10 miles deep, just so you, you're aware of that. But um, so that's like, I don't even think that's 1% of the um, supposed, uh, you know, radius of the earth. So we really haven't even scratched the surface. However, uh, it's highly likely, as highly likely, that these places are spiritual. They don't have to be 100% uh, physical to be real. But um, we can tell by the usage in the scriptures that these are specific places. So there's this lake of fire that God talks about where the um, obviously Satan and evil uh, demons or angels will be punished in torment if they are wicked. And as far as we understand it, humans will also be punished there in, uh, if they are wicked and they uh, do not follow God in any sense and commit wickedness continually. So this is a place... And this, this Sheol is a place. Now, um, I'm going to break those down because these all these instances. So I, I wanted to mention that Gehenna, the reason that people often get confused, I think, with this term Gehenna is because they see it as a material, literal place. And then when they see it referred to and that, you know, Jesus says stuff about it, you would be cast into the place where fires never cease or uh, the wicked will be put in Gehenna, that you know, people have a hard time with the spiritual aspect of what they're hearing. And because this is a literal place, a literal valley outside of Jerusalem, I think that people get tripped up on that. And they think, well, it's a, it's a real place. It's not, there's nothing spiritual about that. Well, the reality is, the reason that Christ and others in the New Testament used the term was because it was a real place and people, when they heard it, they knew what it meant. And so, of course, Jesus was referring to the lake of fire when he used the word Gehenna because Gehenna was a place with fire that never stopped burning. I mean, do you see why they would do that? So the term is a, um, a 
parallel kind of metaphorical term, but it was used intentionally because that was how people understood the lake of fire would be. So when you use the term Gehenna, you knew exactly what someone was talking about because it was a perfect representation in the, in the material world of this spiritual place that you didn't want to go after death. So uh, those terms are generally synonymous. Gehenna, lake of fire, and oftentimes hell, although not every time, I hate to say. So in conclusion, to sum all this up, really, there are really just two places that all these terms, if you remember the terms, we had a ton of terms, Sheol, Hades, Hell, Gehenna, Lake of Fire, Abyss, Pit, there's only two places that these all boil down to, and that is Hades and the Lake of Fire. Again, Hades being the abode of the dead, the place where dead spirits go in the underworld to await the Redeemer, Christ. And this was talked about all through the Old Testament. This is where Adam, Abraham, Moses, when they died, they went to this place, righteous place. There was divisions of Hades. They went to a righteous division to await Christ the Redeemer to come, and he rescued them from it. And we will talk more about that in the next video or two about this subject. But then we have the lake of fire. It is this place that's mentioned in Revelation and a few times in the New Testament that's a judgment place for wicked. It's a judgment place for wicked angels, wicked demons, and wicked humans who are unrepentant and never come to God, never want to follow God and do wicked things. So uh, I hope that helps at least sanitize the terms a little bit so we understand where they come from. And I'll put this um, screen back up in case you wanted to check it out as this video ends even further and just look into these Bible verses. But um, that's the basics of the places that the Bible talks about in the underworld, Hades and the Lake of Fire. And so in the next videos, we're going to talk about evidences for these places, um, particularly the Lake of Fire, since that's what my viewer requested, and all, all the different uh, writings, Bible and otherwise, that talk about this. And so we're going to get a good picture of the context of the first century and prior of what they thought of these places. And were they, to these people, were they materialistic places? Were they spiritual places? Or were they not real at all? which is what a lot of people believe today. So thank you for joining me and look forward to the next video when we'll go deeper into the topic of hell. Thank you.